and welcome to Labor Day Nightcap. It's probably going to be a shorter-ish episode. <coughs> because, even though Shrek the Musical 25 stops in and says, Hello, Shrek the Musical, how's your weekend been? Um, I am off tomorrow, but... Slightly busy day. Because uh, I drove home... Uh, from the lake today and took the motorcycle and had some drinks and had another friend visit. And by the time you get done with all that, it's like, yeah, I could use bed. <laughs> so today we're just going to be drinking Stroh's and a little, little chill. Mm. And just relaxing. So I hope all of you out there are having an okay time, having an okay weekend. Um, we have a little bit of a silly story to share today. <clears throat> um, to those of you who may be out there listening to the show, but are being quiet or just listening in the background, uh, I know there has been some sad stuff going on out there. Hang in, okay? Hang in there. Love you. Um, let's get right into a slightly funny story, okay? Hopefully this will lift some spirits. Um, <coughs> oh, Chemical Dreams it says slippity slappity. Uh, why slippity slappity? Maybe it's hippity hoppity. But Alchemical Dreams, good to see you. I hope uh, you are also having an okay weekend. Hope things are going all right for you. The title of tonight's episode is Oh, Rats. <coughs> because this weekend, uh, strangely, while hanging out with a friend of mine and my father, we started talking a little bit, and I can't remember 100% how this conversation started. No, I remember how it started. I remember how it started. He has destructive chipmunks. He has destru destructive uh, chipmunks in his yard. And these chipmunks dig out underneath his walkway up to his porch. And he's like, well, they keep digging and burrowing these little trenches underneath his porch. So, he used this old school farmer's technique to kind of get rid of some of the chipmunks, but we're talking about how, yeah, chipmunks being small, they can be a nuisance. They at least aren't as scary as rats. No, uh, not dynamite, a board leading up to a bucket of a bucket that's got a little bit of water in it and sunflower seeds. So the chipmunks go up the board, go, ooh, fun sunflower seeds. And they jump in there, not knowing that it's water, and that's the end of that. So, <clears throat> old school, but it does work, because my father was also saying that he had rats underneath his deck in his backyard. And he's like, oh, you know, I had this rat trap, and I think I finally got one. And then we uh, started talking about... You know, those rats. He's like, oh, you know, my dad goes, oh, this is, you know, it was a pretty big rat, whatever. And then for whatever reason, however reason, he started talking about 
rats. And my buddy goes, yeah. He goes, you know, that's, that's a pretty big rat. He goes, but I, I never really knew a, a rat from a rat till I saw one of the downtown, meaning downtown Detroit rats. <laughs> he goes, he was down there, I think with his wife. And, uh, he sees one underneath a bus. At first, he thought it was a little dog. <laughs> he goes, that thing, at first, I thought it was a stray dog. I was like, oh, stray doggy. <laughs> it comes running out of there. He goes, oh, my God, no, it's a giant rat. <laughs> it's a big honker. So I was like, yeah, man. There, I was like, I used to work down there. Some big fucking, like... The rats that are down there. Now, I realize we might have some people from foreign countries around the world, rural areas. I don't necessarily know where all of you are from, but I do know we have some folks that are here that were from, say, New York City or big cities. And I'm sure you also have had some experiences with big honkers. And yeah, there are some big animals and some scary animals out in the rural areas, but I would wager, if you're a rural person, you would be slightly taken aback by seeing a, a big city downtown rat. And so, my father used to work downtown, downtown Detroit, and at one point, they had a building next to an empty lot. <coughs> the empty lot was part of the same property, but just didn't have anything developed on it. Yeah, and I'm not talking like the... I'm not talking like sexy clowns either, Alchemical. <laughs> I'm not talking about sexy honkers. That's what they do. That's what we call hot clowns. Yeah, she's, big, she's a big honker. Wink. But this lot was undeveloped. And... Their parking garage was next to this lot. And he starts getting complaints from employees requesting security service to be escorted to their cars. <clears throat> now, when that gets fielded and that gets sent through, he's like, well, this requires, you know, like you got to get an authorization. Why are people asking security staff to basically leave their post? And escort them to their cars, especially since part of the whole point of having this parking garage is to provide safety for the employees. What's going on? So he calls a few of these people to say, hey, like, why are you requesting the security escort? Why are you filing a security, you know, uh, security, sort of like a, um, basically just a safety claim that they're feeling unsafe in the workspace. <clears throat> As it turns out, people are like, well, last time I went to go out to my car, I got chased by rats. And he's like, huh? He's like, what do you mean you get chased by rats? So he talks to several employees and he gets a variety of stories. One woman goes out to her car and goes to start her car. Here's this grinding, crunching sound, and then all this 
steam starts coming. And as it turns out, one of these large rats was <laughs> in the engine compartment of her car and just got disintegrated into paste. And so they had to file a claim for that. Another man was walking up his, up the ramp to his car and there was a rat near the top of the ramp. And as he started to approach it, he's trying to like yell at it to shoot it away. And it sort of stands up and <laughs> runs at him. And so he starts running away. And as he's running away, several other rats start chasing him. <laughs> he runs into the stairwell, closes the door, and basically ran back, <coughs> ran back up into the office building because he was getting chased by a horde of large rats. Other people started to complain that the rats were crawling along the top of like the fence and sitting up there and either jumping down on top of their cars or whatever when the people would come out to work. So he's like, what in the fuck is going on? Well, as they find out, this vacant property, this empty lot that's next door, there's some brush and rubble kind of thrown around over there. And apparently there are, there's a nest of rats and a series of tunnels that are going down underground and leading over to this parking garage. And even though they had installed some sort of protective device to get rid of these rats, I mean, it might, well, it's Detroit. So Bill, yes. Bill says, was it? It was built on an ancient indigenous rat graveyard? Yes, Detroit. These rats had chewed through this wall, <clears throat> dug through tunnels underneath the parking garage, and then eaten through the asphalt lower level of the parking garage, up near where there was apparently these dumpsters or whatever, and had been eating it and so they were just gigantic. And now that they had basically discovered that there was food around and they were very bold about it, they had a massive rat prowl. <sighs> so they start to get quotes. They start to get companies that are going to ask about rat control and poison traps. All sorts of stuff. And they're like, eh. And they get this one quote that is that is that is backed up by several reviews from the area who were like, hey, if you have a rat problem, this guy's the best. This guy is fantastic. And for the money, you just can't beat him. So my dad's like, oh, okay. So they send a work order out. Guy says he's gonna come. On the day that the guy is supposed to arrive, a shitty old looking fucking work van pulls up and this stringy, wiry, <laughs> the stringy, wiry, kind of twitchy looking middle-aged black guy gets out and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm here for the, you know, I'm here for the rat problem. 
And he's like, oh, well, you know, do you have a crew? No, it's just me. And he's like, okay, well, are you going to, do you have to set track? He's no, no, I'm just, I just need to see, I just need to see where the, I just need to see where the, you know, where they're coming in. So my dad goes and kind of shows them. He's like, all right, well, I'll, I'll take care of this. Let me, let me do some work and I'll report back a little later. So my dad goes, all right. So he has to go, my dad has to go back to work. So. <laughs> Damned wear rat. I mean, a flamethrower would work good. I'm a huge fan of flamethrowers. The only problem with flamethrowers is their propensity for collateral damage. Which, if it's not my property, I guess I don't really care. But, eh. So, yes, there's damned, there's wear rats. So, wear rat shows, no. This, my, my dad's working. And he gets a security report. And... The security report is a request for, hey, there's a strange guy in the parking garage. Should we dispatch security? Do you know who this is as an authorized personnel? And he goes, well, y yeah, it's the, it's the guy who's doing the, you know, who's here to catch the rats, solve the rat problem. He goes like, you know, what's their doing? Is there a problem? And they go, well, we, we aren't quite sure, but, uh, some employees are reporting that they're, they're being slightly disturbed by this guy, whatever. Black cat, you get rats around there in Colorado? I believe it. Denver, I bet it's probably, it was a bad rat problem. But black cat, you came in just in time for the best part of the story. Sometimes like, what the fuck? So he goes, well, you better go investigate and find out what this guy's doing. So, this guy that's catching the rats, he goes out to the parking garage, and sure enough, down by the area where this hole was chewed through the asphalt is this guy, and he's sitting on a milk crate, and he's got a sawed-off baseball bat, so he's got the end half of a baseball bat wrapped in grip tape. He's got a piece of like this fishing line with a lure bait on the end. And my dad watches him sort of yank it up out of this hole. And this rat comes out and the dude just smashes it and grabs it with his hand and throws it over his shoulder. Where my dad looks, the guy is a giant pile of smashed rats. And he's just smashing rats with the bat and throws them in a pile, puts the bait back in the hole, another rat comes out. Whack! He had a huge pile of them. The guy had requested, the guy had requested one of those cargo loaders, so he had one of those shaped bins, and it's just full of crushed rats. And I was like, oh my god. Is yeah, only Detroit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was pro it's probably it's probably gonna eat those rats. That's probably yeah, just twitching. They're all writhing and squirming around. My dad goes, those rats were huge. He goes, they were the size of small cats. Uh, just gigantic. You know those uh, 
like Norwegian, whatever, sewer rats. And yeah, guy's just bashing them with this thing. And he's like, are you uh, okay? He goes, oh yeah, they're just fine. He goes, you know, eventually, they'll eventually either learn to not come up here and they'll get away from the property, or I'll just kill them all. So the guy just sat there in the parking lot for the rest of the day smashing rats. Just sat down in the parking garage and just bashed rats with a baseball bat. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, they called waste services that came. They're like, oh, they had to dispose of this large heap of crushed rats. <laughs> the water rats in the canals on Long Island, Black Cat says. I bet those... Uh, yeah, I bet you those are meal worthy. I bet that's like the size of a of a little pig. Bill, what about you? Did you ever encounter any of, the, any of the big honkers in there? Your mom wants to kill flies in the kitchen with a fly swatter. Yeah, I mean, if you can kill flies with a fly swatter, you can do it. You just need a rat swatter, and you can do it with rats. Yeah, sawed off baseball bat. Just clubbing one and meal worthy. You going demolition man in this? Hey, if you live in the inner city. And you're otherwise homeless or poor. I mean, you killed it. I'm not saying I would want to sit and eat bashed parking lot city rat. But, you know, I think often when you see rats, you see like TV rats. And even the rats in movies that they use. Like, those are like the cute little pet rats. Like, these rats, I mean, they're, God, they're huge. I mean, really thick tail, and they will eat and bite through anything. And I mean near anything they will chew through. Uh, Bill says, oh, hell yeah. And the subway, used to love it when chicklets would up be partying, and you'd see one scurry behind them at like 3 a.m. on a Wednesday. Pointing them out was always a great show. God, how they'd scream. <laughs> Black Cat says, thanks, I'd rather pick old Taco Bell out of the dumpster. Yeah, but you do that anyway. Mmm, mmm, free taco. Uh, yeah, if you, if you look around and you go in the dumpster, sometimes there's free tacos in there. And... Doesn't matter. What? Wait, Black Cat, didn't you recently just eat an old slimy sandwich? This beer is way too refreshing. Oh, unknowingly. Right. Mmm. Mmm. Smells. <laughs> yeah, there would occasionally be Bill, maybe not quite as much as from Detroit, but <clears throat> there would often be the weekend party club people that would come <coughs> that would come downtown <coughs> and when you would point out these rats to them they would always scream and holler and run uh the other thing that you would get and never really I, I i don't get this and we're going to switch the topic back to rats here in a minute but some of these buildings 
So we go up to like, I don't know, the 38th floor. And you go up to the 38th floor and you go out and there'd be like this little stone area walkway. The biggest fucking spiders ever. Like big juicy boys. I'm like, why are there the biggest spiders in the world up here? I like, I don't even see any bugs up here. Typically aren't, I feel like there aren't bugs up that high. What the fuck are they eating? And somebody's like, probably the rats. <laughs> like, oh. Like, also, you don't want to, like, open one of those doors and just run out there because there's these huge webs across parts of the building with gigantic spiders. Like, really, like, these building spiders are ridiculous. So, like, it's a weird... Like, it's part of the urban jungle, right? Yeah, maybe they don't get bear and deer and whatever, but there are some fucked up quote-unquote wildlife in the city as well. But, <clears throat> what is this place? Horror Hotel? I mean, kinda. But God, I mean, that's spiders with a body like that big. Gigantic fucking spiders. So, I don't know what the fuck they're eating. Maybe they're eating cockroaches or something, for all I know. But, like, how the fuck there's not, like... Part of the reason why it used to be nice to go up there was because in the summer, <coughs> there aren't really any mosquitoes or flies. So, you kind of go up there and chill and hang out and you drink beers. And then, like, the one day, like, look at all these fucking spiders! And all these giant spiders start coming out. They're doing the fuck out of here. I had a picture on my old phone of one of them. Sort of the body on that thing was as big as a silver dollar. I mean, I don't know if they were wolf spiders or what. They, they didn't look like wolf spiders, but they, they were eerie, just creepy looking. They were probably radioactive or had some sort of chemical death bite, given that they were in these buildings in downtown Detroit. <laughs> Between that and the rats. But, like, they also had <clears throat> this girl that I used to work with. She... And, uh, her roommate, well, obviously a roommate, because they moved down there, they, they got a place, they got this flat downtown, so they started, they started collecting some interesting stories of people who were out and around down there in Detroit, and <laughs> this is sad but funny, okay, so I'm gonna tell this, and <laughs> it's horrible, but it's kind of hilarious, so... I apologize. So, this group of people that come down there, they're like, oh, wow, we really love the city. It's so cool down here. They just get enamored with how, like, honestly, with just how hipster it is, which that's fine. I, you know, I don't really want to say that in too, I don't want to say that in too derogatory of a sense if that's kind of your scene, but just... They like that it's kitchen old and you can restore stuff and the hunt, like, whatever. So they come from a little bit more of a richer part of town. And they move down there. They get this place that has a, a little house, uh, a, a little house for rent near one of the college campuses. So <clears throat> they get this place. Oh, God, they love it. And they're, you know, they're moving in. They're getting their stuff together. And they have two of these little dogs. 
Now, I don't know what kind of dogs these are. They kind of had that, like, little, like, <coughs> like a Yorkshire Terrier type of face. Like the, They had, like, the little Ewok face. But fairly small little dogs. And uh, <clears throat> they have these dogs, and, you know, they're cleaning up the yard, and they're going to make this little area for the dogs in the yard, and they put up the little fairy lights, and they're all having a good time. And they're inside their house, and they hear the one dog just yelp and start, you know, bark, scream, yelling. And so they run out there because they're like, oh, shit, you know, what, what's going on? And there are two rats that are eating the dog. <laughs> These giant rats that burrowed a hole into the fence. And I guess this dog was like, oh, I'll take these motherfuckers on. And those rats just kicked that dog's ass. <laughs> just chewed through its neck and was eating it. <laughs> and then when they came out and started yelling, they kind of scurried away back through this hole. But I was like, shit, at that point, I don't know if you want to run. I mean, did they have a, did they have a rat smashing bat? <laughs> Cause you might not want to run out and like kick them. That thing might just bite through your shoe. Then they didn't really decided they didn't really like the city so much anymore. Because <laughs> one of their hamster dogs got eaten by rats. <laughs> Hilarious, but terrible. Ah, uh, my city. Bat, grenade, shotgun, <laughs> nuclear bomb, tank. But yeah, they, like, again, like you talk about stuff like TV and this and that and whatever. Like, oh, you know, there, there's always this scene where there's like a guy crawling through like a air, an air duct or something. And then he encounters a rat. And they're oh, and they all freak out. Like, but that's like a cute rat. That's like a, that's like a cute little pet rat, rat. That's not like, and like, <clears throat> those city rats, those giant city rats, they even kind of look crazy. I mean, I mean, a lot of them are beat up and hacked up and their fur's all fucking got sticky, toxic shit. And I mean, they look fucking nasty. I'm like... That rat, we, what are you afraid of? You could probably pet that thing and have a nice little pet. That ain't the sort of rat you want to be afraid of. And yeah, like, those city rats, their teeth are all fucking gross. Like, they, they're really disgusting. Like, the, if you're ever like, what's so bad about rats? We had some little rats and they're cute. Even like, I don't want to say like some suburban or country rats. They're annoying. They're definitely pests. But those rats that are from, like, the downtown city area, they are fucking monsters. Th that shit is really gross. <clears throat> really fucking gross. So, podcast folks will be right back. 
Black Cat says, uh, poison that'll burn through anything. Okay, there's another, we'll talk about that in a second too. You have the plague in Colorado? Like, is there bubonic plague back there now? I know I, ha- I know they have it in LA. It's back in Los Angeles. Some fucking police officers got it. There are police officers that got bubonic plague. I'm like, wow, uh, that's great. I know you were all so worried about COVID. Don't get me wrong. I don't want COVID. But uh, if Black Plague starts going around, yeah, you're in for a real motherfucker if that starts happening. Yeah, field mice. Uh, And then you say prairie dogs that people think are so cute are just carriers. Prairie dogs, chipmunks, um... Shit, what, even I think squirrels? I mean, a lot of those small forest rodents, right? I mean, the big thing with the rats is that the rats got on the boats and came over on the boats. But I'm pretty sure that (coughs) a whole lot of animal, I mean, any animal that's like that, that can basically be a carrier for fleas, right? They have fleas like that. You can, I mean, you can be a carrier, more or less, right? I mean, uh, ugh. Black cat, anybody that's been here wants to burn the prairie dog. I mean, I imagine that those prairie dogs, yeah, maybe they're cute in the zoo, but again, it's a tunnel, it's a tunneling and burrowing animal. <clears throat> so my buddy was talking to somebody about that. He's chasing his chipmunks away, and they're like, oh, and he goes, well, he goes, look. It's like a lot of stuff. Okay, even you're gonna talk infrastructure. So whether that's hurricanes or whatever. <clears throat> doesn't matter how good of a road or how good of concrete you use. If you dig out the ground underneath it, the stuff's going to collapse. It's going to crack and it's going to collapse. And these chipmunks are digging underneath the one part of his porch. It's like that it's going to start to collapse or tilt and then crack. And he's going to have a big disaster on his hands. So it's like, no, like that's a, they're a nuisance. They're a pest. They, dig and chew through stuff like that all the time. So he's like, yeah, I used to think they were cute when I first moved out here, but now he hates them and he thinks they're a pain in the ass. Um, yeah, if they're out of the way from people like nature intended. But like, they get curious, they get attracted to the food or warmth, because you go, why the fuck would they even want to be around us? You're gonna, They're going to get run over or squashed or some crazy looking dude in a milk crate's going to bash him with a bat, but like it's the food. They want the food. They want the resources. If it's cold and they can find a place where it's warm. Hey, uh, I got this nice barn I can hide in. It's way better than freezing to death out in the fucking woods or whatever. Right. <clears throat> so it's, it black cat says it's cute the way they interact with one another. Yeah. Right. Again, it's the same thing with the chipmunks. It's cute to watch them play when they're out in nature. It's cute to watch the prairie dogs when they're just playing. And I would even say, now maybe not not city rats. I'm telling you right now, city rats are fucking disgusting. There's nothing cute about them at all. But like pet rat rats, they're adorable. They're very smart. They're super cute. They're affectionate. But like a rat rat, they're fucking gross. Uh... There's nothing cute about city rats. Like you say, these big, thick, often beat up, chewed up tail, like 
They look like monsters. They they're fucking gross. They're creepy. And they will chew. They are and they're also in many cases fucking fearless, which is why that guy was able to basically bait them out of the hole and then bash them over the head. It's not like oh they're afraid of that guy because he's sitting out there, because they're not afraid of you anymore. They'll bite you. They'll eat your dog. Uh, that's why they say, you know, around there, they had, I think, a, a little bit of an ordinance for a while. They were like, do not leave pet food outside and do not even leave it in the house open like that. Like, your pets either need to finish the food or you need to put it in a sealed container because they're getting reports of rats basically chewing through foundation and whatever to get at this food. It was when it was really cold. And it's like, dude, those things will chew through anything. They'll, they'll eat through solid fucking concrete. They do not care. So Black Cat, you say, I can't believe he touched him. I, not that I disagree. I think it's more of a, ah, right. That's the sort of guy that would, t- got it. I mean, for all my dad knew, this guy could have more or less been a homeless dude who lived in this van. And that's just, I mean, he made his living doing that. And again, who knows? Maybe he made rat stew out of him. Oh. Guy, he goes, yeah, he sat there, he had a like, greasy, dirty baseball hat and sat on a milk crate and just bashed rats with a baseball bat all day. <coughs> now, where they have encountered other problems, maybe not just in Detroit, but areas with pest, rodent, varmint issues, right? I have to look this up because um, I think it's this one. I need to look at, um, there is another, okay, hold on one second, because I got to look up the other version of this. Oops. Because what I was trying to look at, and I did some research on this, because the one place that I lived, now that wasn't downtown, but the area that I was in did have a rat problem. Um, And the area that was around there had, um, had things out for, uh, Hey, you need to, um, you need to put out traps. You need to watch where you put your trash, so on and so forth. And I had some by my house. There was a guy next, next to me who had this, uh, 
Black Cat says, we get more rats when so many people moved here. I don't know if they pack them away with their belongings. People say it's because they're digging up their homes for construction. It's probably a combination of all of the above. You're digging up the land. They know there's food. And even if it's not food food, it's stuff that they can chew and eat and use and whatever. So the, the, um, the combination of all of those, I think, is what attracts and brings in a lot of rodents. So I started looking up <clears throat> rat poison. And the thing with rat poison is this. There are different types of rat poison. And the problem with some of these rat poisons is that some of them... Some of them, the rats have basically uh, built up to, they've built up uh, sort of a tolerance <coughs> to the point where they'll just eat it. So then you put out this rat poison, and basically it's just now food. Um, and there is a, there's one that is, and I, 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 this is what I was trying to look up. I should have looked up this beforehand. Um, so like some of this, like there's powdered corn cob or cornmeal gluten, and it says that was developed as rodenticides, uh, because they rely on electrolyte imbalance to cause death. But the problem is, again, some of them sort of adapt to that and then they just eat it. So there was a issue of cats and dogs so black cat says yeah and if cats kill them i guess they get poisoned there is an issue with dogs eating the poison uh and then other small rodents and then things like cats and or dogs eating these poison rodents and then themselves sort of getting poisoned and you might wonder why poison in that regard is very effective on rats well rodents are disinclined uh, reading, Disin uh, they're disinclined to gorge on an unknown uh, food because they can't vomit. So they typically sample, wait and see whether it makes them sick and then eat away. So that's, they call it poison shyness. Um, and so that's why you don't necessarily want a poison that just kills immediately and instantly after one dose. You want something that takes a little while to build up and kill them later. So um, they say, yeah, besides being directly toxic, uh, to the mammals that ingest them, including dogs, cats, and humans, many of them are secondary poisoning risk due to the animals that hunt or scavenge the corpses of those rats, which is a problem. So you can look at a lot of them. One of the most, uh, uh, uh popular ones are anticoagulants. Um, it blocks vitamin K. So they're, uh, uh, you know, they get massive doses of that. And it develops over several days and basically causes damage to their internal blood vessels. And they start getting internal bleeding and they basically bleed to death. Um, they get what's called hemorrhagic, uh, hem, okay, hemorrhagic shock. Uh, but basically it's anemia. It's severe anemia and they die sort of calmly. Um, a lot of people think those are inhumane. Because they kind of suffer a little bit. Um, but the second generation of those, they're called 
you know, super warfarins or whatever, uh, those are pretty deadly. Um, the, it's the, it's the ones that are the neurotoxins that I guess are even more potent. Like those, you know, you can't really get, build any sort of tolerance up to that. Like those are really, really potent in terms of rat and rat control. But like, it's like they say, you have to watch out for other animals that will basically eat those. So I had chosen, and I think it was bromethylene, um, because I had a lot of these rats that were around and they had a report that was that in that area, the rats had started to develop basically a tolerance to some of these rat poisons. I used, again, I think it's bromethylene, but it, it's, it's more or less a neurotoxin. You can't build up an immunity to that. That's fatal. Um, and so they warn you, don't put this out where dogs or cats may eat it, so on and so forth. Um, I didn't, I don't have any pets. I had a, a fenced off backyard. So I put the bait inside <clears throat> of a small little maze trap and they were kind of going for that a little bit, but I was like, eh. So then what I did is I just made a simple little string harness around the bait and put it around a thing that was had just a little bit of chicken wire with a gap near the bottom. And so that way then birds and anything else couldn't get to it, but the rats would definitely crawl into there and, um, they ate it all and the rat problem kind of went away. So if you do have a rodent issue, do your research on the poisons you get. If you are going to use poison, um, a lot of them are clever enough where a lot of the spring traps and whatever, like they kind of, they kind of recognize them or sometimes it, like it can be a pain in the ass to take care of those animals. You might want to sit outside with a baseball bat and whack them. We had one time where there was a rat problem where we basically went out and bought a pellet gun and we had to shoot them because, uh, they were climbing up along top of this thing. And so like, there really wasn't any place to put a poison, but they can be very destructive. And, uh, if you've never had to deal with that, it, it's, it's harrowing because, uh, they are not necessarily as afraid of you as you might think they are. You know, like a squirrel or something like that. I mean, they're a little more skittish. You know, mice, mice are a little more afraid of you, but of rats, and again, especially those city rats, they do not give a fuck. A city rat will fight you. <laughs> so be careful when you go in and around the city. Not only do you have to watch out for cut purses, thieves, and chiselers, but you also have to watch out for the monstrous rats that patrol the city streets and sewers at night. <sighs> so, I think that's going to do it. This will be a little bit of a shorter episode today. Um, I'm a little wiped out. I'm a little sleepy. So, I think we're going to stop it. That's uh, about a 45-minute or so episode. So, uh, again, a slightly funny, if a little bit gruesome story. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. We'll be back again tomorrow at 11 p.m. Back in regular schedule. Even though, it's a, even though it's a holiday weekend for me, we're here. We'll continue to do the nightcaps. So tomorrow's 
episode uh, will be maybe a little less gruesome, have a little more humor. Um, but I did want to make sure that we stopped by and still said hello and did a show. It's good to see all of you out there. Say some prayers and some positive vibes for some folks that are here in the Nightcap audience. Uh, there have been some disheartening, saddening uh, events that have gone on. Um, some possible friend family loss uh, with some folks out there. So uh, hang in there. Do the best you can. Uh, if you ever need to talk, I'm always here. And outside of that, Stay safe, keep the faith in all of that good shit, and we will see you again tomorrow night.